Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 416. 10 Simple Morning Habits That Help You Lose Weight, part one, by Rachel Link with healthline.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Hey there, happy Monday and a very happy President's Day to you for those of you in the US. Welcome back to another week of Optimal Health Daily. This is where I read to you from some of the best health and fitness blogs on the web, which is kind of like an ongoing audiobook. Some of the authors include Zen Habits, Nerd Fitness, Ben Greenfield, and lots more. All right, let's get your President's Day holiday off on the right start by jumping into today's post as we optimize your life. 10 Simple Morning Habits That Help You Lose Weight, Part 1, by Rachel Link with Healthline.com. No matter what your weight loss goals are, losing weight can feel impossible at times. However, shedding a few pounds doesn't have to involve a complete overhaul of your current diet and lifestyle. In fact, making a few small changes to your morning routine can help you lose weight and keep it off. We're gonna discuss 10 simple morning habits to incorporate into your regimen to aid your weight loss efforts. One, eat a high protein breakfast. There's a good reason breakfast is considered the most important meal of the day. What you eat for breakfast can set the course for your entire day. It determines if you'll feel full and satisfied until lunch or if you'll be heading to the vending machine before your mid-morning snack. Eating a high protein breakfast may help cut cravings and aid in weight loss. In one study, 20 adolescent girls eating a high-protein breakfast reduced post-meal cravings more effectively than a normal protein breakfast. Another small study showed that eating a high-protein breakfast was associated with less fat gain and reduced daily intake and hunger compared to a normal protein breakfast. Protein may also aid weight loss by decreasing levels of ghrelin, the quote-unquote hunger hormone that's responsible for increasing appetite. In fact, one study in 15 men found that a high-protein breakfast suppressed ghrelin secretion more effectively than a high-carb breakfast. To help get your day off to a good start, consider protein sources like eggs, Greek yogurt, cottage cheese, nuts, and chia seeds. Summary. Studies show that a high-protein breakfast may aid weight loss by reducing cravings, appetite, and ghrelin secretion. Two, drink plenty of water. Starting your morning with a glass or two of water is an easy way to enhance weight loss. Water can help increase your energy expenditure, or basically the number of calories your body burns, for at least 60 minutes. In one small study, drinking 16.9 fluid ounces, or 500 milliliters, of water 
led to a 30% increase in metabolic rate on average. Another study found that overweight women who increased their water intake to over 34 ounces or one liter per day lost an extra 4.4 pounds or two kilograms over one year without making any other changes in their diet or exercise routine. What's more, drinking water may reduce appetite and food intake in some individuals. One study in 24 older adults showed that drinking 16.9 fluid ounces, again, 500 milliliters, of water reduced the number of calories consumed at breakfast by 13%. In fact, most studies on the topic have shown that drinking 34 to 68 ounces or one to two liters of water per day can aid in weight loss. Starting your morning with water and staying well hydrated throughout the day is a great way to boost weight loss with minimal effort. Summary. Increasing your water intake has been associated with an increase in weight loss and energy expenditure, as well as a decrease in appetite and food intake. Three, weigh yourself. Stepping on the scale and weighing yourself each morning can be an effective method to increase motivation and improve self-control. Several studies have associated weighing yourself daily with greater weight loss. For instance, a study in 47 people found that those who weighed themselves daily lost about 13 pounds, or six kilograms, more over six months than those who weighed themselves less often. Another study reported that adults who weighed themselves daily lost an average of 9.7 pounds, or 4.4 kilograms, over a two-year period, while those who weighed themselves once a month gained 4.6 pounds, or 2.1 kilograms. Weighing yourself every morning can also help foster healthy habits and behaviors that may promote weight loss. In one large study, Frequent self-weighing was associated with improved restraint. Furthermore, those who stopped weighing themselves frequently were more likely to report increased calorie intake and decreased self-discipline. For best results, weigh yourself right when you wake up. Do so after using the bathroom and before you eat or drink anything. Additionally, remember that your weight may fluctuate daily and be influenced by a variety of factors. So focus on the big picture and look for overall weight loss trends rather than getting fixated on small day-to-day changes. Summary. Studies have found that daily self-weighing may be associated with more weight loss and increased restraint. Four, get some sun. Opening the curtains to let in some sunlight or spending a few extra minutes outside each morning can help kickstart your weight loss. One small study found that exposure to even moderate levels of light at certain times of the day can have an influence on weight. Moreover, an animal study found that exposure to ultraviolet radiation helps suppress weight gain in mice fed a high-fat diet. Exposure to sunlight is also the best way to meet your vitamin D needs. Some studies have found that meeting your vitamin D requirements can aid in weight loss and even prevent weight gain. In one study, 218 overweight and obese women took either vitamin D supplements or a placebo for one year. At the end of the study, those who met their vitamin D requirement lost an average of seven pounds or 3.2 kilograms more than those with inadequate vitamin D blood levels. Another study followed 4,659 older women for four years and found that higher levels of vitamin D were linked to less weight gain. The amount of sun exposure you need can vary based on your skin type, the season, and your location. However, letting in some sunlight or sitting outside for 10 to 15 minutes each morning may have a beneficial effect on weight loss. Summary. Sun exposure may have an influence on weight. Sunlight can also help you meet your vitamin D needs, which may help increase weight loss and prevent weight gain. Five, 
Hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled 10 Simple Morning Habits That Help You Lose Weight by Rachel Link with Healthline.com. So first of all, I love reading from Healthline.com because they back up everything they say with research. And I love that they specify that it was a small study or a study done in mice or animals because like I've said before on the show, just because a study says something doesn't mean that it's true. We have to look at how the study was performed, whether it was performed in animals, whether they used lots and lots of people, how old were those people, how did they design the study. Those are important things to consider. So I love that healthline.com addresses those things. Now, when it comes to water intake, I love that this was mentioned. What we're learning is as we get older, our sense of thirst kind of goes away. We're not as sensitive to it. And so sometimes what may happen is when we think we're actually hungry, it's really we're just thirsty and we just need to drink some water. You may be thinking, well, how much is too much water? Because I've heard that's a problem. How do I know if I'm really dehydrated? The easiest thing to do is, I know it sounds gross, look at your urine. If more often than not, your urine is a pale yellow lemonade color, you're good. If it's darker than that, you're dehydrated. If it's clear all the time, you're probably drinking too much water. The risk of drinking too much water is that it messes up the sodium and potassium and calcium that's floating around in your body. So we want those to be in a nice balance. But if you drink too much water, you actually excrete too many of those minerals. So really, that's the best way to know whether you're adequately hydrated. Look at your urine color. So when it comes to vitamin D, yes, our bodies make vitamin D when we're exposed to UV light from the sun. But here are a couple of things to consider. If you're very light-skinned, you may burn quickly. That means 10 minutes in the sun and you're burned. So while many health agencies will say most folks need 10 to 15 minutes of sunlight during the midday in order to get their bodies to produce enough vitamin D, if you burn in 10 minutes, then I would not recommend you do this. Now, what if I just wear sunscreen and then spent 10 to 15 minutes in the sun? Well, with sunscreen, the purpose of it is actually to block the skin's absorption of these very same ultraviolet rays that our bodies need to make vitamin D. So sunscreen is kind of a catch-22. It's protecting your skin, but it's blocking the UV light that your body needs to make vitamin D. Go figure, I know. So if you're light-skinned or live in an area where you don't get that much sun or you're not exposed to a whole lot of sun year-round, you may consider a vitamin D supplement. Or if you live in Southern California like me and you wear sunscreen a lot, you may actually still not be getting enough vitamin D because that sunscreen is blocking that UV light. So if you're kind of concerned about whether you have enough vitamin D, it's a really simple lab test. You can talk to your doctor about getting it done and they can check for the vitamin D levels in your body and they can help you make sure that you have good vitamin D status to promote health. That's honestly what I would recommend before trying to stay out in the sun for a long time or trying to take a vitamin D supplement. Check with your doctor first and they can run a simple lab. All right, that'll do it for the Monday episode. I hope you have a great start to your week. Hope you have a wonderful President's Day for those of you in the US. I'll be back here tomorrow to finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.